0: Blog talk Radio.
1: Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Dave Nichols and Doghouse from Federal Baseball on the line. After a closer than it should have been, six-four win over the Atlanta Braves, Nats proved to eighty and fifty-seven on the year, twelve and two against Atlanta this year, and they did it today, Dave, with a decidedly B lineup. Uh, to the point where Dusty Baker actually apologized to fans. Uh, he said, uh, I feel sorry for fans who came out today to see their favorite players play, but I can't help it. We've got to blame the schedule makers. A one ten game in New York yesterday ended up becoming an 8 o'clock game when they took it on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. Uh, Dusty Baker said he didn't personally get to bed until 4 a.m., so he wanted to give his players a break. Uh, not in the lineup today. Jason Worth, Ryan Zimmerman, Bryce Harper, Wilson Ramos, they get a B lineup out there. They still managed to beat the Braves. Uh, are you surprised that they were able to do what they did with the lineup out there? Not to disparage the people out there today, Chris Heisey, Brian Goodwin's of the world, Ben Revere got the start in center, Jose Lobetone behind the plate, but they all contributed to the win today.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I'm not surprised because the Braves stink on ice. So uh not surprised <laughs> that the Nats win with the, with the spring training lineup, but, uh, um, you know, it, it good on the net for having the organizational depth to bring up a, a completely separate second team uh, and still be a major league team. You know, I, I, I play uh, – nobody likes to hear people talk about video games or, or their fantasy baseball teams, but I, I play a, a, a fantasy baseball game or a computer game that, that I won't give the name of because I'm not in the, in the market of, of giving free, free advertising. But the point is that, that you can build organizational depth um, and it's fun at the end of the season to bring up all your September call-ups and beat another major league team. And then after did it for real today, I mean, they did, you know, they had two starters in the lineup one of which is Danny Espinosa who's at 181 since uh, the 5th of July. So, uh, so really they did it with one major leaguer in the lineup. And that is actually Trey Turner who wasn't even on the team until after Memorial day himself. So, uh, it was Max Scherzer in a spring training lineup behind him, uh, beat the Braves, uh, had an easy time of it actually, um, up until Mark Melanson gave up a couple of runs there late, and honestly, if Mark Melanson is going to give up a couple of runs, you might as well have him in a in a 6-2 ball game uh, where there's not a whole lot of pressure on them anyway. So, yeah, good on the Nats for for knocking off a, a, a theoretical Major League Baseball team today using a spring training lineup.
1: <laughs> okay, I so- it's Five-run fifth is pretty much all they needed. Trey Turner, two-run home run after Jose Lobertone reached base. Chris home run high as he comes up later in the inning. Three-run blast to left on a hanging curve there. Uh, I think Turner hit a sinker out, but it was inside and kind of knee-high and very hittable there. Trey Turner, three for four on the day, double home run RBI in his first three at that. Uh, 16 for 36 versus Atlanta in eight games so far after his third hit at the I think he ended up 16 for 37 overall, but really dominated the Braves. Kind of dominated everyone so far. 3.43 average after a 3-4 day at the plate, and uh, shows off the power again. I
0: don't know. He missed the cycle again. The guy kind of seems like he maybe needs some more seasoning in the minors. (laughs) Uh, On the other hand, uh, you know, I I really gotta fault the uh, the the Braves rebuilding strategy here. in spite of how effective John Lennon was as a starter, uh, pitching against them, I think going out and finding their own John Lennon was maybe not the most effective approach to building a, a major league uh, pitching rotation. And we certainly saw the the, the effects of that today. Uh, honestly, they're they're lucky they they got away with uh, uh, only a five spot against him there. Um, Turner continues to show his incredible flexibility at the plate. We know he's got the speed game. He's recently started to bunt, which, uh, much as I just like sack bunting, I, I think I, – I'm not even sure Turner can sack bunt. It's like every, every, every bunt is an attempt to reach base for him. He should not get credit for a sacrifice if he gets thrown out bunting. Uh, but he's, he's got that, that great gap power, which somehow is turning into power that goes over the wall with that, that fantastic whippy swing, as uh, FB likes to call it. Uh, and then Heisey is just some strange supernatural force, and the fact that he's able to hit as a starter as, as well as just come up and randomly hit pinch-hint home runs with no apparent pedigree at all
1: continues to amaze me, but I'll take it. Good night at the plate. Braves broadcast mentioned it was also his third of nine home runs, a uh, third against the Braves this season. So I'm sure they love that. Max Scherzer on the mound for the uh, Nationals today. Dave two and one, three nine ERA versus the Braves this season. Six and one in his last ten starts with a two five four E R A, thirteen walks and eighty three Ks and sixty nine in the third innings pitched over that stretch. Uh, 175, 221, 309 uh, line against in that stretch. I wrote that twice. That's horrible. Down one, nothing early. RBI double by Jace Peterson in the second. Uh, One earned run allowed in five innings pitch, 70 pitches up to 99 after a 29 pitch six. But they send him back out for the seventh. Quick eight pitch frame there. Worked around an error. uh, Seven hits, two runs, two earned, two walks, five Ks, 107 pitches total. Earns his 16th meaningless win on the season. Uh, there's some Cy Young talk about Max Scherzer. I don't know how much you want to get into that at this point of the season with a month to go, but he's definitely put himself in the in the race uh, with his last 12 starts or basically since June he's been pretty solid out there on the mound and kind of worked his way back into there. The home run totals are a little uh, discouraging, but he's even kept that under control the last couple of uh, months, basically. Yeah, you know... Um,
0: He's he just he continues to impress every time out and, and he had a little bit of trouble in that one inning early on but uh, uh, you know he be bared down he got the he had been on been on second and third with one out got the strikeout uh, got the the pitcher to bounce out um, you know that was really his, his biggest trouble of the day and uh, you know I, I Kershaw being hurt really put the whole. Uh, Cy Young thing in, in the in the question kind of opened up for a lot of people to maybe stake a claim, but Scherzer's got just as much accla- as a claim to it as anyone. I mean, his his, his pitcher war is right up there. Um, obviously, he's got the the, um, the the boxcar numbers that the guys that actually vote on this thing look at um, the, the meaning of pitcher wins and, and whatnot. But um, you know, just and I, I've said it the last couple of times that he's been on the mound, he's just a joy to watch pitch. He gets fired up. Uh, he he loves every minute of being out there. Uh, he loves to compete. He loves to hit. I mean, this is a guy that 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 obviously the NAC fans love. That everybody in baseball should love because he's just the kind of guy that that you see out there and you see you know the the, the competitive juices flowing and you just it, it makes you want to root for the guy. And and he's um I I I've always liked him. I liked him coming up. I liked him with the Tigers. Um, I, I'm just I'm real happy that I get a, get to watch him pitch every five days for uh, for the team that I follow.
1: Doug has nine ground ball outs in addition to all the other numbers we put out for Scherzer. Uh, the Braves uh, broadcasters were just going on and on all game about how he was just hitting his spots the whole time. Everything was down in the zone on the corners. Nothing center cut the whole day, basically uh, getting those ground balls when he needed them. Nothing uh, particularly hit hard. Freddie Freeman, I think, lined one to right. That was pretty well struck. Uh but just throwing it where he wanted it all day. The command was there. He was dominant on the mound. Not many strikeouts today. Just five total on the day. But a really solid start by Max Scherzer. Over seven innings. And it's
0: interesting that he had so much
1: success uh, getting getting ground balls
0: and pitching down in the zone when you consider that he had a six pitch one two three first pitching up in the zone where he got pop-outs granted one one was fairly deep but it was it was not a well-struck fly ball i mean it was it was a, a something that was skied up and easy to play uh so as 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 dave points out just continues to impress because of the versatility of his approach you know we talked about this a lot uh, last season on the show this this idea that that pitching to contact isn't really a thing it's uh being able to control your location such that you have a choice between swinging at a pitch that you can't hit well and striking out. And today the the Braves were a little more aggressive and decided to to get a bunch of badly hit balls that were reasonably easy to play. Okay, they got a few doubles in there. Uh, And they didn't strike out as
1: much because they made their outs more quickly. So thanks for that. Dave, going into today's game, the Nationals were ridiculous. 16 and 1 against the Braves at home in DC in the last two seasons. 10 and 0 last year in DC. 6 and 1 before today. 17 and 1 at home against Atlanta in the last two seasons. Now, 12 and 2 on the year. Uh, you got to beat up on these bad teams if you're going to win the division. It's by far the best record against any of their NL opponents, but they've really kind of stepped on the net Braves' necks while they're down this season.
0: Yeah, and you know, we talked about this uh in our preseason show and early on in the season when when the Nets were going through the NL East the first time through, is that they were gonna win this division. Well, at that time we were talking about, you know, having to battle the Mets and obviously they don't have that problem anymore, but um, you know, we said that the Nets had to beat up on the Weak Sisters in the division, Philadelphia and you know, and and uh, and the Braves, and they've done that. They have fulfilled that part of, of of their of their assigned duties this year by beating up on these these bad teams. The Nats were very fortunate this year, and that the two teams in their division both decided that they needed to retool instead of try to, you know, fight it out for third place. And I think that's also a testament to the Nats themselves, looking to be the strongest team in the division, looking to be quite frankly, a runaway team in the division, which, you know, the Mets, all the Mets injuries, they've, uh, it's allowed them to be. But, you know, these both those teams say, hey, you know, we're just going to suck for three or four years. Hopefully by then the Nats will be old and Harper, will, Harper and Strasburg will have moved on and we can compete again. Will Strasburg re It's debatable at this point whether Harper will or not. But um, this is the Nats division for the next three or four years. So just there isn't that much competition. And if the Mets pitching – if their arms are all collectively going to fall off at the same
1: time, then they're not going to be much to worry about either. After Max Scherzer today, Doug, uh, Dakota Glover came on scoreless inning of work, 18 pitch frame there, worked around a walk. Mark Melanson, not a good night for him. Didn't look particularly sharp. Uh, I guess they just wanted to get him some work. I'll be interested in seeing what Dusty Baker said about that afterwards. But, Four hits, two runs to make it a 6-4 game in the ninth there. Uh, wasn't particularly sharp, but ended up finishing him off in a 17-pitch frame. But wasn't too impressed by Melanson, but I continue to be impressed by Kota Glover, who's just kind of come out of nowhere and isn't being put in high-leverage spots. And Dusty Baker said, you continue to succeed in them. He'll continue to put you out there in them. And another strong outing from him today out of the bullpen. Yeah, he's he's he throws strikes, he brings the heat, and he doesn't
0: get rattled. So let's let's hope that he uh, that there there isn't enough season left for him to start getting in his head and and get into some weird funk. Like I know that uh, part of that was maybe mechanical, but uh, like say Rivero did uh, earlier in the year uh, b- before he got traded. Uh, An iffy outing, if, if he outing from Melanson certainly. Uh, <laughs> You know, there's always the running joke in the stands of, is he trying to pitch himself into a safe situation? You know you can't qualify for one that way. Uh, It it certainly looked like that was what he was trying to do. Um, I I think more charitably, he was trying to do Turner a solid by giving him a chance for another AB in the bottom of the ninth so that he could complete the cycle. But, uh, you know, it's like Dusty shutting down the reporter uh, on on his uh, quest for the team monthly hit record you know, those individual things are neat, but let's let's get the team a win first. Okay, Mark? So buckle up and get the outs. And to his credit, he did with only bringing the tying run to the plate twice and letting in two runs, but he had four to work with. So pitching to the game situation, I suppose, giving us a nice little uh, unrequested thrill at the end of the inning. Uh, honestly, I'm a little surprised Glover didn't come out and start the ninth since, you know, he, he can give you more than an inning. But, uh, you know,
1: maybe, as as you suspected, uh, Melanson just needed the work. Yeah. And they do have 26 other pitchers in there. I think I counted today. I, I might have missed a few. Uh, Dave, <laughs> the last two nights they were 0-15 with his runners in scoring position, 18 left on base. That left them with a 261-349-411 line with runners in scoring position on the year, 5th, 6th, and 8th across the line in the NL Uh, Dusty Baker talked about two outs in runners in scoring position, uh, 235, 352, 380 line in those situations this year. uh, We're parsing the stats a little bit, but Baker talked about it. He said we just need some hits simple as that, need some two-out RBIs, and we need some hits. Uh, We've been saying that most of the year, and I still believe we're going to get them. Uh, Should we put these? The B lineup out there every day. They went 4 for 12 with runners in scoring position today. But when you're down there in a tight game towards the end of the season, you're going to need those big two out RBI hits, and Nationals haven't got them this season. Is that something you worry about going down the stretch and looking towards the postseason? No, I don't. Because contrary to what bold uh, white
0: sports reporters have to say, hitting with runners in scoring position isn't a skill. <laughs> It just simply That's is my not. Brother. We, we've got 120 years of baseball statistics that tells us the clutch doesn't exist. It just Appreciate. doesn't. It just does not. So everybody's runners, sc- runners in scoring position statistics are just barking in the wind. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. You know, in a microcosm of one game, it hurts that a team goes over seven with runners in scoring position, or 0 for 12, or 0 for 14, or 0 for whatever. But it's just not a discernible. People, see, it, people have done psychological studies. People remember failure more than they remember success. So when the Nats have a rough night, people remember that and they say, oh, the Nats can't hit the runners in scoring position, or oh, the Nats can't win on national television. Or oh, the Nats can't beat soft tossing left-handers. None <laughs> why, of that. None of why, that is true.
1: Why did they say oh before each of these <laughs> It's Like an
0: uh,
1: I tend to agree with you. Uh, unfortunately, Dusty Baker talked about that a lot in the last few days, so it's going to be in an article coming up. <laughs> Uh, when I look at the numbers, <laughs> I pretty much, pretty much came to the same conclusion as you did, that uh, as much as it looked bad against the Mets, they haven't been that bad in those situations. And really, as you said, it's not a skill. It's Clutch a doesn't of exist. Of <laughs> Clutch does not exist. Matt Knightley, sponsored by federalbaseball.com. 6 to 4 tonight, 1857 on the year. Two more of the Braves to come over the next two days at normal time, 7 o'clock the next two nights. So I'll talk to you guys after those.
0: Go Nets.
1: Amen.